Teresa, you do not feel good. And if you do feel good, uh, you're delirious. So I, I mean, I am. I don't feel just good. I feel not uncomfortable, which is the best I can say uh, that I felt in like three days. <laughs> I don't feel uncomfortable right now. That's good. Welcome to AE Double Back for <laughs> August 4th. Okay, I got to backtrack. August 4th, 2021. Yes. This is AEW Dynamite Homecoming. Yes. Uh, we're very far behind because Teresa had a nightmare experience in Washington. As <laughs> have we all. Haven't, have we all at some point had a nightmare experience in Washington? I mean, it's a great state. I love it. It's not Washington's fault. It's Alaska Airlines. No, 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 no. no. You, I'm not going to let you let Washington <laughs> off the hook oh, here. The things you were saying about specifically the people of Washington State. You mean oh. my family? My very large extended family? Yes. You said horrible <laughs> things about your extended family, and they deserve to know how you feel about them. You know, it doesn't bother me you say this because uh, I know they are not listening. <laughs> so, whatever. No family member should be forced to listen to another family member's podcast. I think I that's... Will- I'm throwing a caveat out there that I haven't slept, like, <laughs> almost at all. Yes. So uh, so it's a good thing you're leading this thing. This is going to go know, well. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm putting it out there so in case I malfunction, everyone will be like, oh. Uh, she's so run down, she admitted she's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get her an oil can. <laughs> oil can. <laughs> the dated <laughs> references. Oh, God. <laughs> it begins. <laughs> okay, so yes, this is back in the Daily Place. Uh, how exciting! Back yeah, in Jacksonville. This is like a, a homecoming that you have, like the week after you were already at home. Uh, it it okay. This is the homecoming where you've spent like twelve years in a POW camp together, and then you just like meet up one day at a Starbucks to talk about old times. That's what coming back to Jacksonville is. Jacksonville got us through some really tough times, man. It really did. You know, uh, yeah. don't forget, we got to, uh, uh, cause I just remembered, uh, to pop open shop AEW to see that there's some new shirts. So there are new shirts um, and some cool ones. We should, and we should a, hit those uh, up real a hot, quick. uh, a hot summer sale, I think. Hot summer sale. Hot summer sale. Uh, we have a homecoming matchup, Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. It's a real cool shirt. If you're into this. Yeah, like, the event-specific shirts are kind of not great, especially just, like, yeah, whatever. I mean, they're a little cheesy, but, I mean, some people like it. Yeah, if someone's going to buy it, more power to you. Yeah. Uh, We've got Top Rope Tuesday Limited Edition Inner Circle Demo Gods, only available until August 10th. Uh, It's not (sighs) bad. It's a wrecking ball going through a brick wall. It says Inner Circle. I... Eh. Eh, pass. Where where's the Miley Cyrus? She yeah. is invisible. Uh-huh. They had her on there, but then she sued. Oh no! She's like, you're not tying me to this bullshit. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. No, she's straight up elite. So you know. Ooh. Oh, I don't really like her, but I don't I don't care for her, <laughs> what I'm hearing now. Uh, the better option is the next shirt, which is a Hangman Adam Page shirt. You don't need a hat to be a cowboy. It's like a um, p- connect the dot constellation kind of thing. It's really cute. It's a little uh, hat and the stars. Are you looking closer at it? 
because I, ju- I just pulled it up and I looked at it. Yeah. I was like, what is this constellation thing? And then I look closer. It's and s- connect the dot. Each of the stars is an insignia of a Dark Order member. Mm. Uh, there's like little arms. I see 10. Uh, there's a 10. There's um, uh, an Evil Uno mask. I mean, I it's... I that. <sighs> Man, this is just oh, a yeah, delightful yeah. ass shirt. And I hope that uh, the Dark Order, I mean, we'll get to it, but like they're teasing that uh, uh, Paige and the Dark Order are broken up. Well, so. the, the the only uh, the only hangman shirt I want would be a Chiron shirt. Uh, just a list of his Chirons. <laughs> yeah, something that like that. Uh, that would be cool. This one is real cute, though. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, then we've got a really great Aubrey Edwards shirt. It's called Anime Dreams, and she's a little anime character, and it's fucking adorable. That is delightful. I would yeah. wear this shirt. AEW has to have uh, more referee shirts than every other promotion ever, like times three. In the yes, in the history Which of is wrestling, cool. I love it. Like they they do like play a major part. It's not just a faceless person that might be different every city you're in. It's the same people, and it's it's. I like that. You know, you it's get a, to know them. It's it's a thing that I think uh, um, long time like be. hardcore fans notice eventually when you watch yeah. enough you're like oh that's the same guy and, and occasionally they'll be in a storyline and so you know yeah. um in, you, in, you get to know in, them in new japan like the guy who you you come to know is, is red just shoes. called red shoes because he wears red shoes yeah ah. what his name is who knows? who knows uh but he 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 is that iconic uh there and but in america um they they'll name the wrestlers in the other promotions, but only AEW has ever really attributed anything to them. Yeah, respect. Yeah, uh, we then have a Ricky Starks shirt. It's called Spotlight. It's great. It's him in his pose with the FTW belt, and I mean, yeah, it's great. It's similar to an older shirt, but it's got yeah. the belt now, and uh, it's yeah. fantastic. It, yeah, the, those keep getting a little bit better uh, with each one. Yeah, uh, we've got. I actually really like this Darby Allen shirt. It's called Snapped. It's basically kind of a cartoony um, skateboard. It just says Coffin Drop. It looks like a broken skateboard, so it kind of ends up having like a skull shape to it. Um, it's neat, man. It, it seems like a mistake that the Coffin Drop shirt does not feature a person coughing <laughs> and a drop like it, en route to solve the problem. <laughs> The Halls of Medicine. <laughs> Chan? No, I heard it. I heard it. Okay, fine. We'll move on. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what are you, my dad, with this withholding? <laughs> um, a great shirt at Orange Cassidy. It's just his hand unenthusiastically in his pocket. And we all know what that means. Mm-hmm. means he's and whacking off. His, yeah, it's especially squeezed, and then he's got this little thumb, cartoon th- uh, hand with this thumb, you know, how he does it. Mm-hmm. I do like it, although aesthetically, I've never been a fan of a rectangular picture on a white shirt. You know, just like, here is an image that we put onto a thing. I like it when it's sort of like the... the image is sort of on the shirt and it's sort of part of the shirt um well i think uh for orange cassidy's aesthetic i think uh the least effort possible is appropriate 
Uh, yes, and it, like I, I, I do like the shirt in general, though I don't care for this style. So um, I, I like the 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 original classic uh, orange shirt a little bit better, where it's the 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 him inside the him inside the him. Uh. So then we have a Miro shirt called the Redeemer, and it's uh, using green and red, which I believe is uh, within the Bulgarian flag. But it's like looks kind of like a cross shape behind him. Yeah. Very interesting. I this think it's cool. I, I like it. I feel like it's gonna get some uh, backlash. It certainly would have years ago. Um, I don't think it will because it's more like. The gives you the impression of it as opposed to literal. Uh, he's been towing this line of blasphemy that I find delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Who it's very much in the vein of that, and I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah. 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 Uh, pretty much all good this week. Right. Yeah, they're all cool. They're all different. It's something for everybody. Uh, okay, so. Here we have the show tonight, and one of the first things I saw when the show started was like a little thing about the House of Black, and I was like, damn, dude, this is going to be so crazy tonight. (laughs) So I was all jazzed. So the first match is between Chris Jericho and Juventud Guerrera, and the the stipulation is Jericho has to pin from the top rope. Um, by the way, I saw a sign in the audience that says Simon gives this an up, and there was an up arrow. Yes. And I was like, is that for us? No. Damn it. It, it is Simon Miller who does uh, um, uh, recaps for What Culture Wrestling. Cool. Uh, a fine a fine uh, company there, and uh, I, I listen to their stuff a lot. Good, no, good you, don't have to, you don't have to uh, sugarcoat what you were saying about them earlier. Oh, God. Uh, worse than the say people of Washington. The- Oh, just. About about your uh, your newsletter that's constantly bashing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I just got excited because I was like, "Ooh, we arrow!" But then I, I think I'm the only person that arrows. You guys, one of you writes it, and one of you just puts numbers down. <laughs> I know which one's which, but I'm not going to say. Thank I don't want to embarrass you. you. Well, wait, who who would be getting embarrassed? <laughs> one of you. Um, I don't know. Uh, so MJ, there was also a sign that said MJF likes fish sticks, which is a reference to a really funny South Park episode. <laughs> um, so that whole joke of fish sticks. And if you don't know that, nope. well, let me just ask you, do you like fish sticks? Hmm. Do you like them in your mouth? <laughs> uh, okay. I look. I, I am not going to dive back into South Park after like like fifteen years away to to unravel this. Is if that's what you're trying to make happen? We, I mean, it's a really old episode. I have no idea when it was, but I unravel the mystery. Calder I found it. Was, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, all the tattoos on my body mean something about this South Park episode. <laughs> Find the meaning of what happened to you 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have to do it before I die of old age on this beach. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was really excited for this match with Hoovy and Jericho. I hadn't seen Hooventude myself, so I really wanted to see it. 
it looked like very early that Hoovy had hit his head weird on a land and was kind of shaking his head. And I was like, I hope that's not real. I hope it's just like how they're working this. Yeah. But it was a little kitten gloves-ish, kind of slow, a little bit rusty. Um, at one point, MJF says to, I can't remember if it was Shivani or someone else, I'm going to sock you one, you old fart. <laughs> I, one of the notes I took was, you old fart. And mm. that just made me crack up because I feel like last time MJF was on commentary, it wasn't last time, it was, it was a few times ago, uh, I was kind of lamenting how like I like MJF um, I don't care for him as much on commentary because he has to play this sort of really down the middle character and he doesn't have a lot of room to uh, um, uh, be silly and fun. And I feel like tonight he really came through with just like some just really, uh, I, don't, I don't know, like real pitched low zingers like you old fart is who's yeah. who would call someone you old fart in 2021, I but he did it. And it sounded hilarious and also super mean at the same time. And like it, it was a perfect, uh, uh, yeah, line for him. So, like, yeah. Cause an old fart is honestly a real, legit, terrible thing to call someone because everyone knows that farts do not age well. Mm. Uh, it's well, not like wine, it's not like cheese. Well, I <laughs> thought, I mean, don't they just fade away with time? That seems no. like ideal. They rot. Yeah. <laughs> you know that that uh, uh, old farts never die; they just fade away. That's what they General Patton said, dusty. right? They get dusty. Oh, how dare you! That was MacArthur. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, it, so the the match itself wasn't everything I wanted, but I was still excited to see it, and I really I decided I'm willing to allow any potentially bad or weird matches because I think this is a victory lap for Jericho and I'm honestly curious to see what other parts of his life or career we'll see next. Um, uh, speaking of that, we can also just jump ahead and say that they announced the uh, uh, the announced team for Rampage and I don't think it's going to be permanent because there's four people in the booth, and like that is just too many. Yeah, and I don't was... think it's going to be permanent either, because one of them is Woody Allen, and that's just not going to. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, not I gonna think la- something's going to come out about him, probably. Something. Well, I mean, you know, even even if nothing does, he's so old. Uh, Eventually, people are going to watch the documentary, like I did, <laughs> and uh, decide never. Taz, Excalibur, Mark Henry, and Chris Jericho, and because we're wow. in this place here, I'm like, oh gosh, I wonder if. They're going to put him permanently on Rampage. Let him sort of like, you know, I, Leave I think wrestling. people will come to that show. I would come to that show just to hear For him Jericho. on commentary. 100%. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And if they, in the same way as uh, uh, when WWE started SmackDown, it was like The Rock's show. And, you know, like people came because they knew The Rock would be on that show. Um, and if that's something they do with Jericho, they really sort of highlight that, uh, you know, this guy is still a star and you can mm-hmm. see him every week. Um, that might be a good transition for him he, because it's wrestling. Right. Uh, I feel like this is not actually a retirement and he is going oh. to keep wrestling. Um, but I mean, if he does Maybe decide, take a break. well, I mean, um, he's, he's got his music career. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, he's got yeah. things going. He's got irons in the fire. He can he can run uh, the Jericho cruise until literally uh, everybody is dead of coronavirus. You want to talk about old uh, farts? Look, <laughs> I would do that a hundred times. It's yeah. probably a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure you, it is. Would, would you work that cruise? I would, would rather work the cruise? cruise because I could then hang out in crew areas away from the crowds. <laughs> So if I had a choice, I would absolutely prefer to work the cruise. Nice. <laughs> um, but only if I was doing my old job and not some one other job I'm not prepared for. <laughs> well, what's your, what, what's your power ranking of cruise ship jobs? Okay. The best to get is one where you're not technically employed by the ship. You're contracted. You're, so you have, it's like you have a, at a direct employer and they're sort of like a secondary employer so that you don't have to abide by certain arbitrary rules and oh. bullshits <laughs> and you can walk around uh you can walk around passenger areas in regular clothes without a name tag and just like do regular things as well as throw on a name tag and then just hang out in crew areas <laughs> Best of both worlds is what it is. It sounds like a good life. I'm telling you. So anyways, uh, yeah, so then the, okay, well, uh, so yeah, Jericho might be on the announce desk, and I hope that means Excalibur won't be removed from Dynamite, because I can't imagine life without No, Excalibur. truly. Uh, mm-hmm. I think everyone, and, well, and, and but like with uh, with the, the various shows that they, that they have going so far, um, being on one has not meant somebody was excluded from doing another. Like Excalibur okay, already good. was doing like uh dark, in right. addition to doing dynamite. So it's not like I, you know, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, I, although so I hope good. the poor guy isn't going to go do three shows. That seems like it'd be a lot. That's uh, a lot. Excalibur, I call on you to die at the announce desk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the fourth labor of Jericho is going to be Wardlow. And MJF is going to be the ref. Yeah. This so, ought to be this ought to be pretty fun. I I mean I I hope that they really line up some great um, antics to exploit the the fact that uh, that MJF is going to give every opportunity to Wardlow and egregiously deny pins and stuff for Jericho. So that should be I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I I agree. I think it'll be fun. Uh, they've shown that they're very creative in this sort of thing, and so like uh, I, I feel like they're going to make it uh, worth our while. Uh, is, oh, oh sorry. Um, well, and before we move too far along, I did want to call out um, like something that has been an interesting trend in in Dynamite is, and and it was in several places in tonight in this show um, where good faces were doing heel stuff. In this case, uh, Jericho was going to unmask uh, Juventude, and yeah. and I was like, "What are you doing? You're 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 supposed to be good." <laughs> uh, he doesn't know what he is anymore. Man. Uh, also, uh, I think MJF called Aubrey a floozy. Oh yeah, he called her a floozy. Delightful. <laughs> um. So, where'd you guys thumb the match? I. 100% agree with uh, what you're saying, Teresa, but also, um, like, this is, and, and they were saying, uh, I th- JR was saying it too, is like, when they last had their their great feud, it was in 98 or 99, they were cruiserweights, and now 
he said weirdly that they're they're heavyweights now, even though Hoovy's still 187 pounds. Uh, but Jericho's definitely a heavyweight now, and they're both. I mean, they're both twenty uh, some years older, yeah. and uh, I, as much as I respect them, and I'm I'm getting into this whole thing, like it's like I it's gonna be what it's gonna be, and we're gonna see all five waivers. It's not like you know, like uh, I, it's not like I think that he's going to get stopped in the second match or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, it's a foregone conclusion already, and it's just there, you know, f- to be entertaining in and of itself uh, without that aspect of um, the match. But I mean, I middled it just because, like, as as it was, it was a match of two older dudes that don't move as well, and mm-hmm. the match was fine. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, certainly. I middled if it as well. Yeah, so did oh, I. You know, I thought you. I thought you upped it because you sounded like you were real excited. No, I really uh, liked it. I in support of it. The match itself was like fine, but I was excited to see it. Um, yeah. But I can't give it a thumbs up. Just again, you know, I think we all struggle with this, liking everything too much. Mm. Um. So I don't have a problem. I have with that. to. Get, I have to make my own calibration like mean something. And though I'm very much in support of this and I was happy to see Hooventude. Yeah. Um it wasn't the best match, but it was interesting and I was happy to see it. Yeah. Um I just think he, he's a little rusty. Maybe they both are. They just don't jive very well right now. I mean, they haven't performed together in a long time, so I don't know how much practice they got in, but, um, you know, it was okay, but, uh, I still liked it, but yeah. it's the middle. Yeah, it was, it was okay. I think I was disappointed and I had built up expectations in my head of like, yeah. oh my God, Juventud, who's that? It's a, a yeah. legit, a legit like Mexico, uh, luchador who, who's just been over there. Like, that'll be like so exciting. And mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was fine. And I'm sure it was just largely the 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 age uh, question, and it was it was not it was not even like quite as interesting as the earlier labors, and they should be getting inordinately you know like like better. Like uh, the, like, here's just, here's the thing: uh, if you have Peacock, you can just go back, or I mean, probably just search online first, look for uh, uh, uh Chris Jericho. You might even be able to find him on YouTube, and you'll find lists of like the best of their matches and then just go back and watch those and mm-hmm. to get a sense of like how really good they were in their prime. Yeah. 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 I, I do want to do that. Uh, so then we had a promo. The Lucha brothers are there uh, backstage and no pack. And Alex got, uh, was the one to talk and was like, you know, pack should be here, but all of his travel plans were canceled. And of course, Andrade comes out. Dun, dun, dun. Basically, they're like, oh, "I can't work for him. You got to work for me." And Ray's like, "We don't work for him." And then Penta was saying something, <laughs> and um, Alex was just like, "I got it." Penta says, "No." Mm, that <laughs> but, is uh, <laughs> classic short form improv right there. It was funny. That is a well well aged gag. I will say, Penta had a gold mask on and his suit. He looked so cool 
you should do that all the time. Anyways, it was a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, I middled it just because mm. it was, uh, I like, it was there. And we're, it was just sort of like a repeat of last week. And obviously, you know, it's how you tell a joke. You set up, set up, punchline. So, like, it, it's that's what it's supposed to do. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm working on making my voice just the uh, epitome of uh, the sad trombone. So that just the sound of my voice, all you hear is... No, not a not a muted trumpet. I'm not a goddamn Peanuts character. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, so Shivani and the Dark Order backstage. And then Hangman comes in, and they're all like, hey, man, wh- why haven't you responded to our text? And he's like, you know, I just feel like um, I got to do this on my own. So then he leaves, and everyone's like, oh, no. And then Uno's like, hey, man, give him his space if that's what he wants. Uh, it's a very sweet moment and a pivotal moment because, yeah, he does have to take on Omega on his on his own, and we know that's going to happen. It's building towards that. It's a thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, we really needed uh, a, a an '80s power ballad montage right away, but you don't know what you got <laughs> till it's gone. Uh, I, yeah, Here I, I am again on my own. My only I, mine note. Mine was better. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. Are we, wow. we going to have yeah. uh, hair Let's off do here? It. Let's do it. <laughs> a mine hair versus hair match. Oh, man. Yeah, you don't see what my hair is doing. <laughs> um, no, I don't. My only note for this was, no, yeah. because, of course, I want them to be together forever. But like all great things, is not meant to be. I, um, I'm, I'm unclear at this point if it's... Um, uh, if they're going to come back together Temporary. or yeah. if we're going to like uh, if we decided that this has run its course and we're going to split them up now. I, I mean, still ultimately, think there's plenty of mileage, but yeah. ultimately he does have to not be with them because it's it's never not going to be kind of an odd fit. Uh, uh, but if you're if they're it's, all misfits, though, they're it, a gaggle of misfits. If it's Paige versus all of the elite um, like that's like he will never win. Is the thing. Yeah. So, you know, having them come in one-on-one. as a cavalry is, is a useful tool. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. So then we had this new group uh, called, what was it, 2.0? It was, yeah. uh, they, they didn't have a collective name, right? Uh, Matt was- Lee and Jeff Parker are known as 2.0. My okay. understanding is... And Daniel Garcia. Uh, it's been so long that... Uh, I don't remember, but I believe that they were Ever Rise in NXT. Oh, right. Um, I do so, remember them. Yeah. Uh, they are a team, and Daniel Garcia is also someone who um, they picked up. I don't know. Um, but yeah, all three of them. He was just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, it's a three on three. So they are against Moxley Kingston, and they had asked for Darby Allen as well. So then they're staying on the sidelines. I mean, how fucking cool. This is literally. Uh, like some fan wrote a dear AEW. It's a, it's a negative my one. Dying uh, wish, my dying wish is for all these people to be in the ring at the same time. Uh, it was great. Um, when Eddie got tagged, the crowd chanted. It was so cute. Uh, one guy was totally starstruck by Sting. <laughs> and then he got 
fucking macked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sideline. Um, and one of the guys sound sounded very New York, very New Jersey in voice and attitude, like kind of like another Eddie Kingston, but just like, <laughs> uh, but not, you know, I mean, nobody can be Eddie, but God. So Moxley did a paradigm shift and then Darby Allen did a coffin drop. It was so cool. I mean, the match, it wasn't super long, but it was really fun. We yep. got to see some attitude from the new guys. Uh, we got to see three of our favorite performers. Um, it was great. And, you know, Moxley blew a kiss, and you could he- read his lips saying, like, every single one of you. Because, obviously, again, Jacksonville crowd got us through some really crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely appreciate them. Um, and so do the wrestlers. So that was cool. I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, same. Uh, I thought, uh, it was a great showcase for, uh, for these three new guys. They looked fine. They're like fantastic in the ring. Uh, their quick little promo. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine on the mic. Oh, that's right. The little promo, Uh, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, uh, I'm, it's cool. This entire show seemed to have a lot of that, um, little guy versus, uh, a big guy and really showing up and, the little guy getting the rub because they, you know, like they lost to the big guy, but they still like made a fine accounting of themselves. And you're like, Oh, that's a guy I want to watch, you know, coming up. Like I, yeah. they did that with powerhouse Hobbs. That was the last time I remember that's like being like, Oh, I need to watch this guy. He's yeah. going to become yeah. big time. I, I, I like the idea that like the, the tone in which you said that made it sound like somebody suspected that they, and only they could prevent some kind of a horrendous crime as like, Oh my God! I need to watch Bob the Neighbor. <laughs> yes, a very rare window. That's what that was. Yeah. Uh, take note of the handbag. <laughs> um. So then there's the Brian Cage promo. I thought it was really good. It was sort of they sort of split in comments with from Ricky and Taz and stuff. But I I actually really liked it. I hadn't seen just a straight-up Brian Cage promo in a really long time that did not have Taz. It was just him. In fact, I don't know if I ever have. He um, did a couple. I thought he was good. You know, he had, a, a like, urgency in his voice. Yeah. Um, And, like, I I don't know. He really won me over, and it's a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 he's really... You know, in, in spite of the fact that he he's so strong when he plays more the silent type, and it, I he hardly he almost can't cut a better promo than when he does the who better. Uh, mm-hmm. Like if that's all he says, I'm like, oh my god, that's golden. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but but like you know, it's he's not silent because he can't talk. He's also good at that, and it's mm-hmm. just a question of what suits the the character at that at that at that time so he's able to do stuff like this like pretty easily like he's mm-hmm. a charming guy i think yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, he, he totally comes across as very charming <laughs> uh, like I, you wouldn't think that somebody that had the exact muscle configuration that he has like y- you and it's not fair to attribute like like uh, an expected personality to someone who has to spend so much time like molding their body and keeping it 
in a certain like level of condition you're like how then could that person also be totally charismatic uh but he is see i happen to think the opposite that they probably i happen to think my first thought is that they are charismatic especially if they're in wrestling you know what i mean it's i'm always shocked when they're not yeah anyways uh i thumbs it up i i prefer cage to have someone talking for him because his talking is good it's not amazing and because there are so many good talkers uh in aew you know like because like when you put him with taz like oh obviously taz should be speaking here you know Mm -hmm. or like when you see uh kingston and mox got a problem you're like obviously we need to have these guys talking all of the time. Well, it, um, yeah, it, 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 it's a situation like uh, like in Team Taz, he's, yeah, like third best or fourth best talker in the bunch of insane talkers. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's good. Yeah, he's fine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then we have a promo. <laughs> We're backstage with the elite. There's been Dr. They're spinning a basketball on their fingers. <laughs> Doc Gallows has some crazy, like old Hollywood gold robe uh, with a feathery collar. Right there. That was great. <laughs> uh, Brandon Cutler had a funny moment. Uh, they cut down the net from the basketball because they're like, there's nobody else out there that's good enough to challenge us. So, you know what? Yeah, we're cutting the net. <laughs> and then at one point, um, Omega called everybody, called people like, all right, you mother fathers. C mm-hmm. is for cookie mother fathers, and that's mm-hmm. good yeah. enough for me. That's mm-hmm. it. The, the, I thought the absolute best part was when they started making bird noises for some reason. He uh, does that. <laughs> Nick uh, does that. It, uh, but it was it, it was all around a pretty great promo. I mean, it was honestly, funny and weird. I loved it. It was actually really impressive ball handling. Like, yeah, the, the ball who knew and- Carl Anderson could freaking. Spin a ball in his finger forever. Well, see, there's there's your blind spot. Uh, I don't expect them to be charismatic, and you don't expect them to be Globetrotters-level basketball handlers. Truth, I don't. Uh, I'm curious how many times they had to reshoot that, uh, if they did, because part of Omega's promo was like, swish, talk, swish, talk, and then you're like, deliberate, miss. But like, even... Even if you're super good, you know, like you're going to screw up sometimes. And of course, it's going to be when the cameras are rolling and you have a really long promo to get through. It's only one shot. So, you know, um, true, but uh, it was a low net and it was right in front of him. It was. But I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in front of a camera, Teresa, but let me explain something to you. Oh, here oh. comes. Pressure can be here pretty, comes. Pretty, Ricky pretty is tough. finally going to explain something <laughs> oh, man. to Lucy. Oh, man. Got it. Uh, well, you know, you have been trying extra hard lately to get into the club. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you can't get in by sneaking into some bongos, I don't know how else you can get in. Um. <laughs> what what was the issue? Let let her let her visit the club. He knew she would show him up, and his career would be over. Unbelievable! <laughs> he was obviously banging the cocktail waitresses. Oh, no, <laughs> at, at the club on yes. the floor. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to see. It's my business, <laughs> my business. Um. All right. So then we have the red flag. 
a what'd you say? All right, you know, it's a red flag. Uh, the, you know, the, the the his vehemence that she not go to the club. That's oh, all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got Christian Cage versus Blade, and Bunny was out there, but Layla Hirsch ran out and attacked Bunny, so then Bunny wasn't able to do any funny business. So it was a straight match with Cage and Blade. I can't believe this. It was a good match. Yeah, a floozy. Do do you guys feel as if they do that move? I don't know if too much is the word, but but like they they fall into that routine sometimes of um, that's how you neutralize a situation is like you, you have like the the one person's extra person and then another person comes out and 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 does like the han solo in uh in in at the end of star wars like <laughs> pew 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 or uh, like uh, like all right kid blow this thing and and it feels like they do that an awful lot sometimes i think it's fine because you want it to be uh for the most part one-on-one matches with no distractions and disqualifications and interference and all that business so anytime they do do that, you know, it's just sort of like mixing up that. Um, no, yes, I get that. I did that. say do do. Uh, <laughs> like I, like I, I only think uh, there could be other ways of neutralizing the that the, the bunny in that in that situation. It, like, uh, yeah. and and just you that. need to come out with a bubble hose <laughs> and blow everybody. On the outside, you know, bubbles. like a, a a classic. Your car is getting towed. Oh no! Just put a yellow boot on their feet. <laughs> <laughs> they can't move until oh, they pay this fine. I'm sorry. There are uh, two thousand dollars in unpaid uh, moving violation tickets on your feet. Uh, I thought this was a good match. I. I'm not a fan of Christian Cage. I think I say that all the time. Um, but Blade is really good. The match itself, I can't say it wasn't good. Where did you thumb it, you guys? Uh, I actually thumbed it up. I think that Blade, in particular, is a great opponent for Cage. Absolutely. Uh, they wrestle really complimentary styles. So it doesn't look like uh, um, Cage is slower, you know, if he's wrestling a smaller guy. Um, w- when he has opponents that uh, move a little, play, do a little more of the American Strong style, uh, mm-hmm. it looks a lot better. So I, I actually thumbed this match up because I thought huh. it, uh, it looked really good. One of Cage's better matches um, in uh, yeah, AEW. That is something I was thinking too, is that of the matches I've seen Christian Cage do, it is so good with Blade. It's like, you know, I can't I'm, say it's bad. Would we yeah. expect anything less? Yeah, I, uh, I'll i give it a, a light up, which I recognize, <laughs> like, in the final calculation is just going to be an up. Uh, yeah, but exactly. I, you know, I think it's important. Aspartame or no, it's <laughs> still a Diet Coke. Either way. Uh, but uh, I just like uh, wanted to to know like an, another case of a face being a heel. Christian like like rushing Blade early before the match started, uh, mm-hmm. and so and and I think it was Christian did did a move that was quite quite amusing to me, where he like leapt over the ropes and then slapped Blade. Did, did I you guys don't remember know? that moment. Uh, that's that? a that's one of his signature moves. It's uh, kind of similar to. 
Dustin's um, uh, drop down and give him basically a throat chop. That's what that is. It's sort of a, uh, they call it an uppercut, but it's, it's sort of like go down and then whack him in the throat while Drop they're over down, the ropes. turn around, give a dog a bone. It's just as funny because um, there I'm is I'm losing a- my mind right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I realize I'm slowly floating into madness. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure Teresa <laughs> so actually tired. made... I'm not sure you actually made it back from your trip. I think <laughs> like, you might that was It was so harrowing. <laughs> it was I'm, just everything that could I'm go wrong. It was the worst. sorry that I did not record you telling us the entire story, which was... <laughs> it was awful. It was it's pretty genuinely sad. awful. But now I have the tale of Genji in my possession. There you go. Tale and of Genji. no one will know what that is a ref why I even say that. <laughs> Again, another reason why that, that would have been funny if it was recorded. We'll just anyway, have to rehab that whole conversation. <laughs> I mean I can. Uh but you know. Let's get through all this first. I don't okay, want to lose okay. listeners over my bullshit. Yeah, no one I really wants to up. hear a woman's problems. Never. God, <laughs> those idiots. Ugh. Barf. Um, so then we've got a Santana and Ortiz promo. Uh, and the FTR guys, but just one of them. Because the other guy had his arms cut open so bad. And then... They showed more footage, close-up footage of the arm blading, and yep. I mean, it was exactly as bad as I was afraid it was. Yep. It was and, 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 and then horrible. They hit, they hit enhance a couple times. You really <laughs> see it clearly. Clarify enhance. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was nasty. I mean, he was straight up. It could have torn a vein. You know what I mean? It was bad. Yeah, it, it so. looked. It looked. Uh, <laughs> it looked bad enough that you might have said, like, uh, we won't show that. Uh, right. But, but they did. They're like, hey, this is another way to get blood on the show. <laughs> we haven't thought about this one. Uh, now well, we I, need I, to make sure everyone records your bloody noses at home. I, I think that maybe they were like, okay, uh, we lost Domino's. Uh, I know how to get them back. <laughs> I know how to get rid of Kleenex. No, now we're going to show everyone with bloody noses. What? Now we're going to get uh, Blood Banks as uh, sponsors. Oh, yeah, the American <laughs> Red Cross. They yeah. have all kinds of ad money. <laughs> um, I thought this was a great promo for both of them. Yeah. Um, it also gave them something else to talk about then. We were rough. We're poor. We're poor. You're, yeah. <laughs> so I gave it a thumbs up. I did, too. I thought it was great. And uh, it's always nice when, uh, like, these accidents that aren't supposed to happen uh-huh. get turned into something uh, good. So Yeah. Yeah, it was really very interesting uh, the, the way that they the, the way that they did that. Yeah, uh, a thumbs up all around. Hey, man. Wow. Then we have Shivani and Britt Baker in the ring. Uh, Red Velvet interrupted and is challenging for her belt. On Rampage this coming Friday. I thought it was cute. She came out. Red Velvet was like, red is not your color. Uh, But the entire thing for me uh, was a little flat. I middled it. Like, I am excited to see Red Velvet again because she's been doing a lot of good stuff lately. And uh, I am excited to see them against each other again. But, um, yeah, I middled it. I middled it, too. Like, uh... This was all just like, hey, what's the next feud? Okay, great. So, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Teresa, how did you score uh, Tony's hug with Brit this time? All right. That was definitely a dad (laughs) slash uncle. And definitely like, oh, I didn't see you this weekend. How are you? (laughs) You know, like. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was like that. Like, oh, it's been too long. It was, it had a lingering, like, oh, man. You know, like I hadn't seen you in a few days. Uh, (laughs) Very good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We've got Dasha backstage with Andrade and Chave Guerrero. Um, Basically, Chave, he says, hey, uh, don't worry. Don't worry if the Lucha Brothers won't work for you, because we've got Fuego del Sol. And I was really excited to see Fuego, and then no. they're like, shine his shoes. And Fuego's like, what? No, that's not what you said I'd be doing. And so then, because he wouldn't shine Andrade's shoes, <laughs> Andrade beats him up. No. And they're like, Penta and Ray, you need to do this. And it's like, so basically they're saying... You need to want to shine Andrade's shoes. You need to want to work for Andrade in that capacity. I mean, it's so (laughs) insulting, right? How dare he expect the mighty Lucha brothers, Mm -hmm. including Fuego del Sol, who's Mm -hmm. an incredible luchador, um, do something as menial as that. Anyway, I thumbsed it up. (laughs) As did I. Uh, Yeah. Thought it was great. Uh, I look forward to... Uh, Fuego del Sol and uh, Andrade uh, match. That's going to be fun yeah. too. All this good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, it, it, it certainly feels like uh, right now they have done an outstanding job at getting all of those uh, like uh, WWE castoffs like off on a, a good foot. Like even Miro even like had started poorly, and then they they found their way with them. But Andrade seems like he's coming along even faster, and uh, we'll we'll certainly get to. Uh, uh, Malachi, but uh, all of those guys are working out pretty well right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we've got Hangman Adam Page in the ring. Um, the Elite comes out. Um, Omega was really on fire uh, during this bit, and Page smacks him, and then the rest of the Elite start attacking Hangman. The Dark Order runs out to try to save them, but Evil Uno and Sue Grayson make them stay back to sort of honor what they said they would do is give him space. Um, they did three different BTE triggers. Frankie Kazarian runs out and tries to stop the elite. <laughs> Omega says, that's it. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> 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 and it's, uh, you know, it's hitting everybody with his belt. But anyway, um, I thought that was... I liked this. I like that they showed this because they are showing in what ways the Dark Order are going to pull back. Like, mm. they're really going to let the chips fall where they may, even if that means that Hangman gets beat up. Um, they're going to let him try and do this on his own. So, I give it a it, thumbs up. No means no. Uh, uh-huh. Even if you think it's what's best, you know what? You got to respect. And you can't control yeah. people. You got to yep. just let them do their thing. This yep. is something I was thinking about earlier uh, when we talked about it. Uh, but and, and, you know, I, you know, I always am like, I don't know if I want, am going to put too much on on what they've done. But it just seems really amazing when they like go into areas like this where they're saying, like, we want to model like what is the positive behavior 
in this situation. And pro wrestling is often about what the worst people do or what the worst tendencies of people are. But sometimes someone can be enlightened and, and sensitive and, and, uh, and do the positive uh, thing. And it's kind of amazing that dark order became the faction that models like what, what's the best way for a man to, to process a thing. Uh, so I, I really dug that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got a promo. I forgot the guy's name. And again, just so everyone uh, knows. Uh, Dan Lambert? Dan Lambert. Yeah. I just flew in today and watched <laughs> the two hours yep. today no, you're and took fine. notes. Don't worry about so it. So there yeah. are a couple moments in here where I might have been looking and paying attention, but my brain uh, took a break. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, during this promo, I was watching it, and then I realized that I wasn't getting the information. <laughs> uh, I mean, this guy's really great, but what I do know from watching this is that it didn't showcase how good this guy actually is, because I remember him. I remember him. I don't remember his name, but I remember him, and um, he's a really good talker. Um, and so I'm glad to see him again, and that they're going to try to make something out of what they had sort of roped him into before. Um, but I don't remember his name and I can't exactly remember what the point of the promo was. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he said that, you know, he's going to come back to finish what he started with backup. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, that's and I right. Don't, I don't know if that means that, uh, we're bringing in, um, some new MMA talent as, uh, uh, professional wrestling. Oh. Well, I, I think or? I think what it means is that he has a uh, a, a thumbnail drive to back up his files. Finally, yeah. someone is thinking. Yeah, well, he's uh, going to bring a 512 gig uh, thumbnail to uh, you know, and that and that'll it's it's Sandisk. That's the good stuff. <laughs> Looking forward. I, to I that. middled it because uh, it didn't show. It really didn't do him justice. I thought, as far as like how impressed I was the last time I saw him. Yeah, I middled it too because, like, okay, it's another one of those like, oh, something is going to happen, and this is how we're going to get there. Uh, and you know, he's fine. So yeah, yeah, I felt the same way. It was a reasonable roadmap to the next step, and I like what's going to be next. But it was not the most uh, sizzling way of getting there. But it was all right. We've got Moreau versus Lee Johnson next. He had Dustin Rose Rhodes as his coach on the side. Someone had a sign that said Moreau 316. I was like, what? Some, you guys called it. Mm. He is towing the Austin line. Uh, did you see the sign that said, dear God, please tell your favorite champion not to kill Big Shoddy. We like <gasps> him. Also, thanks be to you for giving Miro a hot double-jointed wife. Mm. Ah! I did not see that. I saw that. I had to pause it and zoom yeah. in to figure out what yeah, yeah, was you have to pause it just God, to read all it. that. It was like, wonderful. What is that, 10 signs? <laughs> see, that's the thing I love about wrestling. I fucking love wrestling signs. <laughs> because that is not for anyone except for other wrestling fans. You know what nope. I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, they don't expect uh, the wrestlers to actually see those. <laughs> all right, so... 
this was a great match. I thought um, yep. at one point Moreau was screaming like "Hit me!" Uh, because <laughs> uh, Lee was trying to like you know hit him and hurt him and stuff, but it wasn't affecting him at all. And so Moreau's just like, "Yeah, come on, come on, hit me!" <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought that was really great. Johnson hit his head on the outside at one point. Like, um, Moreau was supposed to catch him, and he sort of did, but it looked like Lee hit his head. So hopefully that's not serious. Um, JR at one point said, taking those kicks to the face right into your living room. (laughs) (laughs) So that was funny. I was like, props "Mm." to the cameraman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's like, props to Caravan. Um, I thought the match itself was really good. I thought Lee Johnson did really well. They showcased Merle really well. And in fact, this was one of the only matches where Moreau was really, really fumbling because of the work that Lee Johnson had done. So uh, it was he's, cool. He's done that before, and it's one of the things that I really like about him right. is that he makes a convincing monster heel, but he can also sell in a way that believably, you'd be like, oh, shit, is Lee Johnson going to do this? But um, this one seemed like it was for a lot longer. And yeah. he did this thing where, like, uh, you know, Lee had done some really great counter, and um, Miro stood right up. And and mm. then after like a few beats, stumbled and yeah. went to his knee. So it was kind of like an aftershock. I mean, it was cool. I don't know. It it, it it makes me think it like and and there's an even better example of this that will that we'll uh, get to. But to, I I think often that the mo- the most important quality a wrestler could really have uh, outside of the obvious is to be uh, humble. And to be always willing to put yourself beneath someone for a moment, uh, like to not ever feel like you have to always come out on top, that you can have the moments where you look weak, because that ultimately serves you best in the end. If Miro, like, like allows him himself to, like, seem like he's uh, he's he's not going to triumph over Lee Johnson, and then in the end you have something even better. Uh, Jericho said something like that in like a talk that he gave somewhere when he's talking about when um, Vince was asking him to basically get over this new wrestler at the time, Fandango, and lose to him. And Jericho was completely beside himself angry that he would be forced to lose to this guy um, because Jericho had been doing well, whatever. This guy's new. This guy's stupid name. Um, but he did what he was told. He got Fandango over really big and, you know, got a bonus or something for it. But basically, he's like, it's like discovering a whole other level of what you're offering to a company. You know, no, like it, he's, it, yeah. It's great. It's, it's, yeah. it's exactly like, um, like in the, the, in the, the Beatles, uh, song that, uh, then gets discussed in that Chris Farley sketch about, uh, like, uh, the, the love you take is equal to the love you make, uh, that when you give, like, you always end up receiving. Mm-hmm. It is the reason why Mick Foley is my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, mm. like I figured that out early watching him lose and loving him even more 
and yeah. you know watching the people that uh you know walk away with the winners of that match be be so much more over and I'm like oh that's that's what you're supposed to be doing um and it very much vibes with yeah like a a theater and an improv uh, uh mindset that like mm-hmm. you make everybody look good and that yeah. makes you look better so yeah yeah it, it, it's a it's a stri- it's a it's a striking contrast to the i can't lose contract clauses that we hear about in movies now yeah yeah uh so moreau wins and he you see him saying i forgive you in johnson's <laughs> ear which is just another cherry on top i oh, i gave this a thumbs up oh yeah yeah also he's got some great new entrance music that's uh yeah. like really silly choral like almost glorious uh old bobby rude uh yeah, yeah. music and uh, yeah wonderful yeah. It's, Speaking uh, of which, when I was driving into Wenatchee at 3 a.m. <laughs> and could not, my eyeballs like were not working anymore, I put on some wrestling music. And you know what? Mm. That shit will at least keep you up till you get there. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling uh, saved your life. It you did. Mi- you might drive into a tree when you are going up the driveway, but until then. <laughs> until then. Your eyes are open and your blood is pumping. Ah, <laughs> uh, right, very good. So then, um, this is really exciting. So Layla Hirsch is with the best friends now. In exactly what capacity? Not totally sure, but she maybe came she's at- shining shoes. Exactly. Y- uh, yeah. Are you talking about the uh, Christian Cage the- promo backstage where? Christian no, said. did we miss? Oh, I'm sorry, I jumped over it. Oh, sorry, sorry. So yeah. Christian Cage with Shivani, right? It's a promo. Basically, he's saying he's the number one contender for the world champ title, and I was like, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then he was singing the Golden Girls. I didn't like it. Um, what? Yeah, I didn't. Wow. Uh, because it doesn't make sense with him, and it he's also, old. It also came out of nowhere. It's it's one of those things that uh, um, makes sense with his older character, so it's sort of a throwback okay. reference, and yeah. Okay, well, I guess he was the B. Arthur of whatever promotion mm. he was in prior, but then he's Layla Hirsch, the Betty White. I don't understand what you think he's a B. Arthur. I, he seems like a B. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically, he's saying that Layla is with the best friends and we're like ooh what does that mean and then they bleeped something he said but like the way they bleeped it they put crowd noise over like a chunk so i had to actually youtube that clip mm. because i was like what did he say and he said um uh, stir up controversy, stir up some shit. They like bleeped that entire. Well, that's chunk. what that said. Yeah, it was a real yeah. long uh, uh, mute. It was, was like, too long. Well, like well, they're uh, trying to cover shit because now Tony Khan is like mm. all up everyone's ass. We can't say shit anymore. So which... it was probably he probably had a written out promo that said, "I'm there to stir up some shit." The bleeper was ready for that, but uh, he. Said controversy instead. Added controversy and they had already started the bleep. So then they had to wait for the end of shit. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, so yeah, that was okay. I middled that. Also, he said at the end something about how I'm better than, uh, oh, good. yeah. 
I'm elite. He's elite. And that very, is very odd. That is, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. So I'll have to see. I what's do going not on. think that means he's going to join the elite. I would it, hate that if that happens. I feel like he's going to challenge the elite, though. Yeah, maybe. Or try to go for the like, try to get Omega's belt. Uh, the thing is, I would like to. I would prefer him as a heel than I do would see to see him as a face. So when he said that, I was like, uh, I don't know how you fit into the elite, and it would make it weirdly uh, overstuffed. But um, anything that might possibly signal a heel turn is I'm I'm for that. Okay. All right, so now we can talk about the Layla match. So Layla was uh, with best friends. Wait, what? Oh, are, you, are we going to uh, thumb oh, this did, one? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I middled it. Oh, okay. I, okay. I thumbed it up, uh, largely on the strength of the Golden Girls theme. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh. I did I, thumb uh, it up, too. Also, I wanted to note that before this segment, we got an amazing... I assume you guys saw this, too. Maybe you didn't. But uh, when I when I was watching it off of Spectrum, uh, I, there there was an amazing uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon pool party commercial that I hope we see lots more of. Ooh, pool parties! I did not see that. Yeah, check it. Uh, YouTube it. I will not. Uh, I will send you the link. <laughs> Sending you the link. All right, all right. So moving right along, Layla, best friends, Bunny and Blade. Yeah. Um. This was really fun. I like the energy between these two women. Yep. Um, this was a fantastic match, I thought. Layla is so powerful. She's yeah. so fast. Um, the energy, the technique between these women, it was fucking great. Layla missed a moonsault, and I was really sad because like, the setup and everything looked really good, but she, she missed the target. Um, but she is fucking great. Like... The way that she's changed since the first time we saw her, she is obviously a fast learner. Um, I mean, she's always been good at wrestling, like with the holds. And so when she got into the like technical stuff with Bunny and like really started doing submission holds, I mean, Bunny definitely taps because she's just too good. Mm-hmm. Layla's awesome. Um, Bunny almost pinned at one point. And when Layla kicked out, she smacks her own face, like <laughs> all and screams, all I, upset. I and, love that. <laughs> I and I and I was um and like I, I I was definitely like feeling like the the craziness of uh, the bunny, like especially in this one. But in general, mm-hmm. I think she's so good at it. So and I and, and I was and I always think, ah, oh, geez, uh, you know, you hate to lean so much on women be crazy. Uh, like no, but- she she's like a comic book character. It's not a she's not like a it's not like a trope about women. It's no. a comic trope, like the what's that uh, Harlequin kind of thing. Yeah, Harley Quinn. Yeah, I, I, I guess I guess I just like like think about something someone said when we were all like I was with some people and we were trying to think of like well who are the actual best like female characters like ever written. Uh, and you know you're talking about Ripley, and and we were you know trying to name other people, and we you know we're, we're like coming up with stuff like Lady Macbeth, and it's like oh yeah, you can only uh, be powerful or ambitious if you are crazy. Uh, hmm. But um, all of these were written by men, by the way. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, but uh, but 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 the the point uh, the point remains that the bunny is so very good at it, and it's not just when she does something really overt, like like slapping herself. 
uh like she has like these subtle mm-hmm. like yeah. moves that she does like just when she cocks her head or yeah, the way she the way she just gazes there is this quality to it that is pretty amazing yeah yeah, yeah it was a great match thumbs up I, yeah yeah she uh i th- i think along with the butcher and the blade sort of has adopted that aesthetic of like uh um uh interesting 90s action film character yeah. like that like the you know second tier character that you you like, like notice and like, oh that's interesting and then you kind of want to know more but you don't get any more so like well i do think yeah the uh the crazy woman trope is is far too overused i do think that uh it's more in that vein and so i'm mm-hmm. willing to cut it some slack for that um i thought the match was great i think camille looks a little bit like sindel from uh, mortal Kombat, which is kind of interesting I don't yeah. know anything about her. Uh, she looks impressive, so yeah. Yeah, she uh, uh, like uh, from my flirtation with NWA. She's definitely one of the luminaries of their women's division. Yeah, uh, so she's going to be fighting um, Layla at some point. Yeah, I uh, I like Layla Hirsch a lot. She is still a little green, uh, but she's got so much upside. Like she's not going to win the NWA belt this time around, but yeah. like I very much look forward to her being a champion someday soon. And I like, uh, something that's important to me is that when we're opening all these doors, it's, I I want very much for AEW to be as generous with other promotions as the performers are within, uh, shows so that like at at times it has felt as though perhaps they were not giving as much as they were getting with, uh, with impact. Sure. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm glad to imagine that they that some that, that like NWA would probably be getting a win here so that they can say hell yeah our champion beats like some of the best from AEW like that's that's a good thing to give yeah mm-hmm. all right then we have a Jade Cargill promo with Smart Mark Sterling uh they're like where have you been well we've been diversifying the portfolio <laughs> this shit is so good yeah. Mark yeah. Sterling is actually. Solid gold. No. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. The sky's the limit, and then a hand point was just like, yeah, pop for that. It was great. And, and like, it's not something we didn't know about him because his run with mm-hmm. MJF was so good. Yeah. Um. But like, this is a different, a different yeah. task, yeah. and he's doing it just as well. Uh, and, and like they're, 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 they're just as uh room is being left for hangman to do what he has to do. Room is being left for Jade to like work towards being mm-hmm. like right. something that doesn't need a Mark Sterling. So that's, we're cool. so close to the end. We have one match left. <laughs> we're getting there. We're doing it. Okay. Oh, so... you're going to get to take a nap after this. It's going to be <laughs> <Please>. so good. <laughs> so Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes, uh, Malachi, he had kind of a weird entrance. It looked like he was crawling up from the ground as opposed to his uh non God. non elevator from weird, uh hell. Uh cheesy forties vampire thing. Well, yeah. I I liked him like doing the, the vampire tilt. I constantly made fun of that thing. It was yeah, hilarious. I, did not care for that. I love him. I did not care for that. But yeah, so he's sort of crawling up from the ground on this one, which I would actually—I actually prefer that. If he has yeah. to do either, I'd prefer that. Um, I he's like got his whole, whole entrance. Like his, his entrance is cool. He had horns on his head yeah. and a jacket shawl thing, and then when the light comes on, 
because the light was out. The light comes on. It's a skull head with horns. And then he goes to the center of the ring and does the crisscross applesauce. And (laughs) I, I've never really been much of a fan of that, but whatever. Um, it's fine. Cody comes out. He's in his American dream outfit. They have a standoff in the ring at the top of the match where they're just staring at each other. And I was like, just the thought, just looking at that, I was like, fuck, this is awesome. I love Malachi's face paint. This is the type of Cody I like. He's so good in this type of thing. Um, Cody was almost counted out from, I mean, he was really hurting and he was out of the ring and he was thrown through a table and Cody was slowly getting back in the ring. And so, of course, Malachi crisscrossed applesauce again. (laughs) Um, Then he did a black mask and it was just... A three count, and he had his boot on Cody's neck, just kind of like Captain Morgan. And um, it was a really fast match. I mean, high energy, fast. There was eight minutes left in the show after this. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? What's going to happen? And I was like, I really love this feud. I didn't realize how much I needed it in my life. (laughs) But then Cody was talking, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is he, is he talking about retiring? It, it, it was immediately oh my God. like concerning language. Like he was, he was yeah. o- like coming at it obliquely, but also you're, you like, you instantly know what it means when someone starts tenderly talking about it's legacy like, and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah, like I've loved my time here and I love you all. And it's like, Oh my God, what's happening? And then he starts to take his boots off. And I was like, no, but <laughs> Malachi Black came up from behind and hit him and t- knocked him out again and took his boot. So I don't He's know what that means. Let him go that easily. And no, so I was I, like, yeah. hopefully this means that this is just a whole new, it'll like spur something in Cody. It'll change Cody in some way and like put the fight back in him. And then bam, it's a whole new feud. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, if it in any way means that Cody is leaving, I'm not happy about that because I do like Cody. Um, but I just didn't like what he was doing with QT Marshall. Like that made me want to barf and <laughs> shit all at the same time. Oh no! You know Off the double ender. You hate to see it. That's heavy duty. You know what, what do you mean? do with that? Like you, you have a puke bucket, like while you stood on the toilet. Uh, like, well, you hope that you have a bathtub next to you, your toilet. Yeah. You hope you have one next to you and you can projectile into it. Well, you don't hope or not hope. You know what you have. You can hope in one hand and barf in the other and see which one gets filled <laughs> first. <laughs> you, you know you don't have one. Anyways, uh, it, it was will, so good. I will say that I uh, uh, I really like his pseudo-retirement energy. I think uh, uh, he is really good at that sort of like, I'm beaten down. Uh, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. I need to make this comeback. Uh, but it does feel a little ridiculous because he's 36 years old. Uh, Jericho is uh, almost 20 years older than he is, and he's still going. Um, obviously, like, I thought he might lose promotions. Uh, he what? I thought, I don't know, he might like start doing something at he other might, shows might or something. quit the promotion that he's the president of. Or not uh, quit it, but just like be behind the scenes and then well, like wrestle in some How else. hilarious would it be if he jumped to WWE to defeat his own promotion? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't happen. 
it's it, yeah. So like, uh, I really like it. It is a little transparent in that regard. But um, uh, if the if the thing is for him to come in to face overwhelming odds against new fresh blood, you know, it was Anthony Agogo just a couple months ago, and you know Malachi Black, and he gets beat down, you know, like he did with uh, um, uh, 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 Brody, uh, and then you know like disappear for a month and then come back and then win and then kind of go away again. Like if that is his cycle, you know, for the next 10, 15 years, I'm okay with that. Uh, it's, it's real fun. And like when he has a good opponent, like it's, it's great to watch. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and, and I was just reading stuff on incidentally, like it's generally a mistake to try to connect with the larger wrestling community online, but 100% of the the vibe is not good nope uh but um occasionally there's interesting information to be gleaned from it anyway people were talking about the like and and there had been criticism sometimes of cody being kind of like the john cena like winning and winning and winning and winning even at the expense of of uh like talent that needed to be protected or, or or developed or whatever but but like this is this show and a number of particular individuals like are like so obviously like put the lie to that because he has been very generous and he has been very willing to humbly put himself beneath someone that needed to be elevated like a number mm-hmm. of times like that he does that so well uh like that he was willing to give this moment uh to to Malachi like i think like says a lot about what his willingness is to be that kind of a, a, a support a guy so it, it was a really and and he sold it so well and I, you you have to think like i thought the same thing like uh it, it, even if it made sense for him to be stepping away and i was like well what would be the reason he's in good health he's relatively young well i don't know maybe he wants to get more into business or um like non wrestling like broadcasting stuff like doing game show stuff or whatever um like that would be possible but even even like thinking through all the real stuff i was still really buying it like he was selling yeah, it for very sure. well mm-hmm. uh, i was like oh was... he just had a kid maybe he wants some time off yeah yeah i mean there's a lot you can kind of tell yourself to mm-hmm. go along with what sounds so right emotionally from him so it was yeah. good. it was great it was great I fucking love it, man. And I'm just excited to see what happens next because a fired up Cody is the best fucking Cody. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this type of match where they're showing, they keep showing this ultimate, the ultimate good versus the ultimate bad, right? Like this complicated good and complicated bad. Like, uh, it's really fucking great. It's the kind of stuff comic books are made of, man, and that shit's popular. True. It's always not. been popular. Anyways, Indeed. it was a big thumbs up. Oh yeah, big big thumbs up. Thumbs up. This is again an eighty nine percent show. Damn dude, just by the fingernails missing a must watch. Wow. Uh, which says to me that this is uh this is a good uh, scoring system. Yeah. Because uh uh you know most shows should be good uh but not next level and right. uh you know this is this was a really good show. It was great. It was. It was. Uh, 
yeah, it's hard to find a particular fault with it. Uh, like, yeah, pretty all around. Thanks Sweet. for listening, everybody. We'll let Teresa get some sleep after her harrowing ordeal. We'll have to tell everybody of... if you guys want to know what the hell happened, which I know you won't, and we won't hear from you. But if you do, uh, I'd be happy to tell you. I love complaining, and it's a very funny story. Uh, the reality of it sucked, but the, every time something happened, it was like my mom and I would laugh because we're like, of course. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't tell you guys. Or did I tell you that the bags... Oh, yeah, I did tell you about the bags, that they weren't even there. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah, uh, it was just kind of funny. Tweet at us at AE Double Back, and uh, Teresa will tell you the whole, the whole story. Yeah, yeah man. And, or on and, Instagram, and she'll send you pictures. And and uh, <laughs> also tell us about your own Teresa's uh, horrific travel stories. Yeah, what are your stories? Because, you know, apparently it's been happening to a lot of people, but... I like to think it was just me. Kidding. Ah. Good night, everybody. Good night.